0: Welcome back to Hour One of the Crew here on WRSU FM New Brunswick. I'm Alex Carbonati. The guys will be with you back in a few minutes. Right now, I'm with Jared Gene Felix of Rutgers Men's Lacrosse. The Cross. The Scholar Knights, who were number four in the country, get set for their second in-conference matchup this Sunday versus Johns Hopkins. Jared, who also won Big Ten Defender of the Week Award last week, spoke with me about that and how the Scholar Knights are looking to win their second straight Big Ten matchup this season, this Sunday at home against the Blue Jays. Scarlet Knights Nation, what's going on? I'm Alex Carbonati of WRSU. Rutgers men's lacrosse, 9-1, number 4 in the country, 1-0 and in Big Ten play. They get set for their weekend matchup at home this Sunday against Johns Hopkins. Joining me right now to, to preview the matchup is Jared Gene Felix, a defender for Rutgers men's lacrosse. Jared, how are you, sir? Thanks so much for coming on the crew.
1: I'm good. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Again, hour one here of the crew on WRSU FM New Brunswick. But Jared, again, this team right now, you're, you're on fire to kick off the year. You're nine and one. You're number four. You just came off a win in Big Ten play against the Buckeyes of Ohio State at home this past Sunday. Walk me through this week uh, what what you took from the Sunday win, how you, how you have implied the practice this week, and what it is looking forward to for this Sunday against John, Johns Hopkins.
1: So leading up to the Ohio State game last week, we uh, had a really good week of practice. We were really getting after each other. It was competitive. Everyone was going hard. You know, it got a little chippy at sometimes, but that's always good in practice. And uh, really just trying to repeat that week of practice and the competitiveness, the edge that we bring in practice, because then that translates directly to the field. So we're really focusing on working hard, getting the game plan down pat, and uh, yeah, just getting after each other in the week. That always helps on the weekends.
0: For sure. Uh, you started off Big Ten play with that 18-7 to win against Ohio State on Sunday. Through that game, you had some great defense, which, of course, got you to being the Big Ten player of the week uh, last week. How are you able to get that recognition, and how did it translate truly to what took place this past Sunday?
1: Um, really with just executing the game plan that we had. Uh, I have a great group of guys around me on defense, you know, Colin and Goal always doing his thing. And the other five guys around helping me out, you know, edging, sliding and uh, playing their matchups well. And that really just allows me to have success. And, uh, you know, the guys trust me. I trust them. And when it's like that, everything just flows.
0: Yeah, definitely. Indeed. And again, you know, this team, you're outscoring opponents by over 60 goals in total. It's 167 to 103, you know, as a whole this offense really has been carrying the team, but again, your defense has played a big spark as well into preventing goals. And of course, with Colin Kirst as your goalkeeper, that plays a role too. I've asked a question to many of your teammates. I'll ask the same to you when it comes to how everything all adds together: the offense, the defense, the goaltending, even the coaching with Coach Brian Brecht and his staff. When it comes when you when you put all these pieces together what truly forms this top-notch Big Ten team that that we're seeing so far this year? And again, when it comes to doing it in Big Ten play against big teams like Maryland, like Johns Hopkins this upcoming weekend, just Big Ten in general, how is is what we're seeing so far going to really translate into Big Ten play? How can all the pieces stay truly connected throughout the entire season?
1: Um, Well, we are big on family here on the team, so everyone's really just playing for each other and We know we have the athletes to play with anyone in the country. We have the skill to play with anyone in the country. And uh, really just trying to keep it going is just based on how we work during the week, how we get after each other. And uh, the way that we keep it going is just basically stay in the course, you know, don't get too high, don't get too low, always work hard, come to work every day. And uh, yeah, everyone's playing for one goal and our collective goals as a team. So when that happens, it can be pretty special.
0: For sure, indeed. And not just you, you know, plenty of these players have had many experience on on this Rutgers team. You also have several new transfers, folks like Mitch Bartolo, Ronan Jacoby, Brian Cameron, who have been three of your best scorers the entire season long. When it comes to your experience where you've been here for four five, six years. And when you add the play, uh, you know, these new players like Cameron and uh, Jacoby and Mitch Bartolo who are seniors, but they're transfers. How did that, how does your overall expertise and your lacrosse experience really put that together when it comes to a leadership standpoint?
1: Um, I think I really have to point to a great locker room, the great team culture and uh, give some credit to those guys coming in. They're all great dudes. And, uh, they molded right in. They were really committed to our goals here, committed to our fundamentals here and, you know, our process at Rutgers, even though they've come from different schools and them being older guys kind of helps because, you know, they've been through it a couple years at a different school. So they know kind of what the grind is like and uh, really just our locker room has an incredible culture where new guys can step in and they're, you know, their family, as soon as you're here, your family and everyone, is just trying to make plays for each other. We play hard for each other. And, uh, you know, it's been good having those guys come on with us. We love all the transfers and uh, all
0: the new faces that we have every year. For sure. And just this week, actually just today, Rutgers, four Rutgers players were named midseason All-American. If you look at uh, Colin Kirst, you look at Ross Scott, Ethan Rawl, and Brendan Camish, those are those four players who got that mentioned. When it comes to those four players and their influence on you, how have they played a role on your play this year?
1: Um, those guys are really set the like, lead by example. They're hard workers. They deserve all the credits that they get. And uh, they keep mentoring the young guys and bringing the program
0: along. So I give a lot of credit to those guys. They deserve everything that they've got. For sure, indeed. And again, you know this matchup upcoming, Johns Hopkins, a good team, a top-notch team, always competitive in Big Ten play. They're coming off a win Sunday as well. That was their first Big Ten game, a home game. They beat Michigan by three. You, of course, beat Ohio State by a whopping 11 this past Sunday at SHI Stadium. So a big difference when it comes to wins. But nonetheless, both teams are 1-0. When it comes to finding out who's going to go 2-0, who will get that juice early before you, of course, play Maryland, before John Hopkins will eventually play Maryland, that top team in the nation. How big is this game for your standpoint, for your juice, for your momentum, especially following after this week, you have Maryland, a team who's always had your number. Mm.
1: It's definitely a big week for us. You know, we saw Hopkins three times last year with uh, playing only a Big Ten schedule, and we went two and one. So they got one on us the last time we were out, and uh, really trying to get that one back. And uh, we love playing against those guys. And obviously, like you said, leading into the Maryland game, we're trying to focus one game at a time and just take care of Hopkins, focus all on Hopkins this week, and then take care of business and move on to that next game when it comes.
0: Absolutely. Again, I've talked about offense. I've talked about goalkeeping. You're a defender and you of course, arguably could be the captain of that defense, but you Brendan Kamish, Bobby Russo, three top guys who really contribute to that main defense for being Cole Danager as well. Talk to me about the relationship between the four of you, how you've talked about things this week, entering Sunday's matchup.
1: Uh, Talking with those guys, you know, they're all on the field last year, big contributors on the field. So they played against Hopkins three times as well last year. And uh, talking to them, the focus is really just on, you know, playing our game because, uh, you know, make Hopkins beat us, you know, play our game, play to our strengths. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And those four guys, like I said, you've mentioned a couple of them before, all hardworking guys, you know, Bobby Russo, a lot of extra work. Brennan Camish, always a grinder, like Cole Daninger, Ethan Rawl, Boz. He's also a transfer from Bucknell. So, You know, we got a lot of guys that work hard and play for each other, and that's kind of
0: the recipe. That's where we're going. For sure, indeed. Last question for you. Describe this upcoming weekend, if you can, in one word. What's the excitement going to be like? What's the energy going to be like? What can we expect from this matchup this Sunday in one word? Dogfight. Going to be a dogfight this weekend dogfight it is. We'll see how much of a dogfight it really is. But Jared, Gene Felix joining me here on the crew. Jared, thanks so much. I really appreciate your time, your ability to come here on the show. All the best to you this weekend and good luck versus John Hopkins this Sunday.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me on.
0: You got it.